Welcome. This is NAV, Episode 5, Tools and Weapons. We have a 10-part series on common sense self-defense. I'm Patrick, and the program brought to you by Levi Montgomery and LebanonSelfDefense.com. Realistic training for those accepting personal responsibility for their safety. And brought to you by Spider Investigations, SpiderPI.com, when you need to know. I'm a fan of the Bond movies. It probably goes back to my days of Army and counterintelligence. The fantasy, the girls, the guns, the gadgets, all that sort of thing. But after school, my intent was to get into media. I worked in radio, disc jockey, TV, did some acting gigs. I joined the U.S. Army in my 20s, interested in Armed Forces Radio. So I took the aptitude tests. About a week later, this spook comes into the radio station, dark glasses, said he was from Army Counterintelligence, showed me his ID. Do we have a private place to talk? Program director loaned us his office. The gentleman said, I have some bad news for you. No openings in Armed Forces Radio. But good news. I have the same qualifications as were necessary to become a government spy. Information junkie. Same business, basically. News people, disc jockeys, talk show hosts, media types, we all use the same toys, microphones, cameras, and the fuel really is information. You know those spy gadgets, all those tricks you see in the Bond movies? Hidden cameras, poison pellets, and umbrellas. It was all real. Looks cool in the film, right? But they're just tools of the trade for the intelligence operative. Not really for show, it's for survival. Ian Fleming, who wrote the Bond novels, uh, was a hero in World War II. Naval intelligence. He helped the Americans form the CIA. President Roosevelt awarded him a golden gun for his service. Sound familiar? Fleming is the man with a golden gun. Fleming said, The life of a spy reads a lot better than it lives. Survival is only entertaining when we're watching it on TV or in the movies. We don't have to be spies, though, to be concerned about our survival. What kind of spy toys, gadgets, weapons might we carry just in case? I like to carry a handcuff key. I always carry one on my keychain. Lock picking is kind of a hobby of mine. I've had some successes, all legal. I also have a sideline in the PI business. I'm a freelance actor. I was on the set of an upcoming movie, Paramortem, which, uh, by the way, be looking for it. There was a young actress on the set. We were doing a scene. She was handcuffed. Not what you're thinking. At the end of the rehearsal, I popped open the cuffs with a key from my keychain. I asked her if she had a bobby pin and showed her how to pop the cuffs in 30 seconds with the thing. Not that complicated. You can learn it on YouTube. Hairpin, paperclip, bond. James Bond. Now, a handgun, a lot more serious. Walther PPK for Bond, of course. Carry permits, carry, it's everywhere. And it has to be taken very seriously. Training, obeying local laws, proper storage of the weapon and the ammunition. We are responsible for every bullet fired. And there could be consequences, even if the shot is justified. Court time, legal fees, civil suits. You know, there's a legal distance from which one is allowed to fire a gun, even if you feel threatened. Shooting someone in the back, even though they're running off with your wallet, no. But if we're qualified and responsible, the Second Amendment is homeland security, especially in today's climate. A lot of folks are new to handguns, and there's been a big boom in sales. I can't go to the range without having somebody come in who's concerned, looking for some sort of protection. Ammunition getting short, danger in the streets. Maybe time to lock and load. 
So many choices, Smith & Wesson, Glock, Ruger, 38s, 45s, 9mm, hollow point, full metal jacket, all shapes and sizes. Well, of course, we have to experiment to find the weapon that suits us best. Off to the gun store, to the range with an experienced shooter. I brought a new gun owner to the range last year. The stance, the grip. After we wrapped up the session, he said, You know, it's easier than I thought. Another tool. You carry a pocket knife. I carry two. One clipped to the belt for easy access and the other in the pocket in case I need a screwdriver or maybe a bottle opener. Knife fighting, of course, a very specialized skill. And training with a knife is a long, long process. Requires practice. We had a new student karate class. Well, I just want to learn enough to defend myself. Our sensei answered, well, that's all any of us want to do. We never know what the confrontation might be like. So situational awareness, expect the unexpected, and practice. I received a lesson about knives a while back. You've heard the expression, never bring a knife to a gunfight. I was hosting a radio talk show in Nashville some time ago, and there had been an incident where a police officer had shot and killed a woman coming at him with a, a knife. Now, generally, I'm very pro-police, but today I'm angry with a cop. Gun against a knife, not a fair match. So I railed for a while, opened up the phone lines, and I get a call from my martial arts instructor. And let's say he took issue with me. That evening in martial arts class... We're all trained martial artists, one-on-one. -on -one. one had a piece of chalk, wielded like a knife. We use our martial arts skills in this little game here. The object is to block the slices and the slashes from the knife. Oh, there were kicks and blocks and punches, parries, thrusts. An hour into it, our clothes were covered with chalk marks, slash marks from the chalk. Every one of us would have bled to death in a life-or-death situation. If one is attacked... By somebody with a knife, likely we're going to get cut. A knife is deadly force, so the cop was right to shoot to kill. Ever attacked, whatever you can put between yourself and the blade, a rolled-up shirt, a briefcase, a book, a garbage can. If you carry a knife, you know how to use it. It can be a lifesaver. Pray you never have to use it for that purpose, but then you can always use it to slice open that box of frozen pizza. Knowing is important, of course. Doing is what makes everything work. My friend Levi Montgomery can take it to the next level, one-on-one -on -one training with fellow students, truly taking responsibility for their own personal safety and willing to make the commitment to helping each other in gaining those skills, practical experience that will make us safer, more confident, able to avoid, control, and overcome conflict. Levi has been training professionals, Team Mike in Kosovo, U.S. government operators in Iraq. An area so classified I could tell you, but, well, you get the idea. Levi Montgomery, Lebanon Self-Defense, LebanonSelfDefense.com. If you're new to weapons, call Levi, 615-828-5384. Blades, baton, call Levi, 615-828-5384. Levi will return the call. The most obvious item to bring along with you, cell phone, emergency contact, GPS, camera, suspicious car in the neighborhood, shot to the plate, get involved in an accident, photo of the damage, witnesses, a video sweep of the area, give the adjusters and police some perspective. 
the recording feature to get witness information, comments on what they saw. The thing can be a distraction, of course, that phone, but it can also be another arrow in the quiver to keep you safe. Until next time, Omnet 7 Media Intelligence, brought to you by Lebanon Self-Defense and Chief Instructor Levi Montgomery. LebanonSelfDefense.com, 615-828-5384. And by Spider Investigations. Have questions? Need help? Free consultation when you need to know. Patrick at SpiderPI.com. That's S-P-Y-D-E-R-P-I.com. Or text 615-482-2445. This is Patrick. God bless. Make it a great day.